Hi, this is David Lang with my program, Actionize Now. This podcast is brought to you by The Future is Yours. Today's topic, decision-making. The decisions we make control as much more than the conditions we meet. I'm going to say that one more time. The decisions we make control us much more than the conditions we meet. So what exactly does that mean? Okay, I'll give you an example. Now, from listening to my other podcasts, I've told my story a couple times where this is uh, June 23rd. 2021. And in February of 2019, I was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. In fact, the doctor told me if I had waited six more months, he probably just would have said to me, look, I'm sorry, but all we can do is make you comfortable. And that's, that's all we can do. Now, look at him and said, are you serious? He said, yes, you have stage three colon cancer. The next question I asked, he was really surprised. I asked him, okay, what's it going to take for me to kick cancer's ass around the block? Excuse my language, I'm sorry, but that's exactly what I said to the doctor. The doctor looked at me and said, wow, with an attitude like that and with a positive attitude like that, you are going to be cancer. So I went through six months of chemotherapy, 28 sessions of radiation, and four surgeries. And I'm proud to say that today, I am 100% cancer-free because the decision I made controlled me much more than the condition I met. Now, do you understand that? Remember, the decisions we make control us much more than the conditions we meet. I know there's a lot more people out there who are going through a lot worse than I went through. But you know what? I was focused on me. I was focused on curing myself. Well, not curing myself, but with the, with the proper, proper help. I was cured, but actually I I did cure myself because I cured myself mentally. And the doctor told me, he said, probably 80% of your treatment was the mental attitude. So he couldn't believe how positive I was. In fact, when I went to the, um, the uh, cancer agency here in Vancouver, that's, uh, that's part of, Vancouver General Hospital. Every time I walked in there to get my uh, chemotherapy treatment, I mean, I'd go bounding in, big smile on my face, saying, hey, how's everybody doing? And every time they would ask me, are you sure you have cancer? Do you really have stage three cancer? Every time I would look at them and I would say, you know what? Cancer doesn't decide how I'm going to feel. I make that decision. I decide how I'm going to feel. I decide how happy I'm going to be. When I wake up in the morning, I open my eyes and I I have this big grin on my face because I know I'm alive and I know it's going to be a great day. Do I have bad moments throughout the day? Do I have have situations where I get pissed off and and angry? Of course I do. But I've learned how to ground myself and ground myself quickly. So if something triggers something, and I get pissed off and angry, well, then, you know, it's okay. Come on. I'm in charge of me. I'm in charge of my emotions. I'm in charge of how I feel. It doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter what other people think about me. It only matters what I think about me. It only matters how I feel about me. I make that decision. That's the important part of decision-making, is deciding that no matter what happens, you're going to live in 
total joy. That's how I, I feel. No matter what happens in my life, I'm going to live in total joy. It doesn't matter what goes wrong, what happens, uh, whatever obstacle I come across. I'm going to live a life in total bliss, total joy, in total harmony, because it's my decision. I decide I'm going to do that. Some people disagree with me, and that's fine. That's your, that, that's your right to do that. That's your right to choose that, to decide that. But you know what? I decide, and I decided a long time ago, that no matter what happens in my life, I am going to live in, in a state of happiness, in a state of joy. Every day, every morning when I wake up, every night when I go to bed, and throughout the day, you know, no matter if you... If you call the universe, call it God, the universe, you call it the great spirit. I call it the great spirit, call it Allah. It doesn't matter what you call it. You know, John, George, Paul, or Ringo, it doesn't matter what you, what you call it. I refer to it as uh, as the great spirit, as my grandmother did, who was, um, who was, who was Ojibwe, Native Indian. Now, for me, every morning, throughout the day, and every night, I say to myself, thank you, Great Spirit, for my abundance of love, joy, happiness, health, and wealth. Thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, Great Spirit, for my abundance of love, joy, health, wealth, you know, and happiness, especially happiness. Then I'll change it up. I'll say, thank you, Great Spirit, for my abundance of, of happiness, love, joy, health, and wealth. I'm so grateful, Great Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I say this to myself throughout the day. And you know what? Because what I'm doing is, I decided to say this because it encouraged me to keep myself in a positive state. I can tell you right now, thinking positive doesn't work. It doesn't. Now you're there thinking, oh, great. Thanks for telling me that, David Lang, that thinking positive just doesn't work. No, no. Thinking positive does not work. Condition yourself to be in a state of being positive. That's what it takes. Condition yourself over and over and over. By saying things to yourself as, I'm having a great day, no matter what happens, I know I'm going to have a great day. No matter what obstacle I come across, I know I'm going to have a great day. And you keep doing this and keep doing this over and over and over again. You decide to do that. And you're going to feel so good about yourself. I feel good about myself. I'm proud of who I am. I, I I know I'm a great father, a, a great husband, a great friend. I know that because I believe I am. And this is the feedback I get from my, my family and my friends. But you know what? It's not I'm not bragging like, oh, look at me. No, no. I'm just saying this is how I feel that I am. This is what I decide to feel every morning. Happy. Complete state of joy. How do you do that? Simple. Wake up in the morning. Sit up, say to yourself, I am so thankful and so grateful that I'm alive. I know somewhere out there, there's someone who's a lot worse off than I am. My heart goes out to them, but I am going to live in a state of total bliss, total, total happiness, a state of total joy. That's what I'm going to do. And that's what I do. Because remember, the decisions we make control us much more than the conditions we meet. Uh, one challenge I find with people is that they allow fear 
to control them, right? Fear can be broken down to an acronym, false evidence appearing real. And people allow fear to control them. And so what you want to do is you want to overcome your fears. You overcome them by actually taking on challenges. You take on challenges. You do a simple thing like do exercises in your mind that how powerful your mind is, that you can achieve anything, you can do anything. If you have a fear of something, if you focus on that, on what it is, and then you focus, you imagine that it doesn't matter if it's a spider or if it's a snake or if it's height or whatever it is, whatever it is you fear, if you imagine that, let's say, for example, a spider, and it's quite common for people to be afraid of spiders, is that imagine you have, there's this spider, it doesn't matter how big it is, but think about it that it's way, way far away from you and change it from a color to black and white. In fact, imagine a spider doing this little dance and it goes cross-eyed and it's wearing a little hat. It's got a, it's got a cane in each foot and it's waving the cane around doing this little dance. You know, it looks ridiculous and sounds ridiculous. Imagine the spider's doing that. It's got a big smile on his face. It says, hi, friend, how are you? I'm your buddy. Can I be your buddy? Can I be your buddy? And this is all happening, taking place in black and white. All of a sudden you realize, hey, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of because that's a creature like me. It's alive. I'm alive. Live and let live. But in the meantime, anyway, I'm just saying that that's one way to control fears is to imagine whatever it is is off in the distance. As it's in a black and white, let's say a movie, a black and white movie. And it's going, you're moving this thing around really slow, making it speed up. You can even feel yourself crinkling it up like a piece of foil, throwing it away. Right? And it's no longer there. Decide to do that. You see, I have found that what people do is, like I said earlier, they put things off and put things off and put things off. Can you remember a time when you made a decision and once you made it, you said to yourself, man, that literally took me years to make that decision. I can't believe how long it took me to make that decision. No. It didn't take you years. It took you a split moment to make that decision. It took you a split second to make that decision. Now, if you hear some crinkling in the background, that's me leaning against the tablecloth that's behind me. Anyway, irrelevant. But just you wonder what that noise was. That's what it was. Okay, so when you make a decision, a decision believe it or not, a decision is made in a split second. You may think it takes you years. No, what it does, it takes you years to move up and move up and think about it and think about it and think about it. And finally you say, okay, I'm going to do this. And you decide to do it and you do it like right now. And you make that split decision. You say, wow, that wasn't that difficult after all. That was pretty easy. Hey, I'm going to make another decision. But in the meantime, you're saying to yourself, wow, it took me five years to make that decision. I don't believe this. It didn't take you five years to make that decision. You kept putting it off for five years. That's what you kept doing. Then in a split second, you said to yourself, I'm going to decide to do this. And you do it. You take the leap of faith, as you can say. You take that step into the unknown. And you make it part of your life, part of your comfort zone. And you realize, you know, this decision-making stuff isn't that bad after all. Decide.
Repetition is the mother of invention. So I'm going to repeat this again. The decisions we make control us much more than the conditions we meet. Like I said, I had stage 3 colon cancer. And I decided I was going to beat it, and I did. And I took the steps that were necessary. I took all the steps. I went through it. I fought it. I said, there's no way, no way I'm going to lose this. I am a winner. I'm coming out a winner. And I did. I came out a winner. Now, what are you going to decide to do? What decisions do you want to make? What decisions do you want to make? Making decisions is actually quite simple. First of all, write it down what it is you want to do. What decision do you want to make? Write down what it is you want. If you say to yourself, oh, I don't know what I want. Okay, well, give yourself permission not to know. It's okay. Your brain likes that. Okay, because it's important that you make yourself aware of what you're thinking about. Because don't forget, you're also dealing with a subconscious mind. If you do not make yourself aware of what you are consciously thinking about, your subconscious takes over. And inside your subconscious, there's a lot of there's a lot of fears buried, a lot of anchors buried. We covered anchors before. We're going to cover them again in another podcast. And you know, and you've got all these these all this information all in your subconscious mind. If you do not make yourself aware of what you're consciously thinking, your subconscious will take over. And then that's where that's when you, all of a sudden you stop what you're doing. You go, oh, wait a minute, no, I don't know, uh, I don't know if I can do that or not. I'm not sure. You decide. You decide right now. You make a conscious effort. Because no matter what we do, we think about, we act upon, we dream about, we talk about, we listen to, we hear about, goes into our subconscious mind. And there it stays until we bring it out. And if you have some buried fear inside your subconscious mind, if you don't make an effort to make a conscious decision, your subconscious will take over. Well, gee, David Lang, thanks for that really... Great tidbit of information. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to scare you. What I want to tell you is that what I want you to be aware of is that make a conscious effort to make a decision, to know what it is you want to do. Okay? So that's what you do about decision making. And it comes down to whatever you believe to be true or false, you make this part of your personal belief system. You and only you can make these changes. You decide what you're going to prove in your what you're going to improve in your life. Decide what you're going to do. You decide where you're going to take vacation. You decide what you're going to have for breakfast. Wake up in the morning and you decide. You decide that you're going to have a great day. So no matter what happens, no matter what happens, decide. Make that decision. One other example. Victor Frankl. Read his book, Man's Search for Meeting. Excellent book. Victor Frankl, he was a psychiatrist. Also, he was Jewish during the Second World War. And because he was Jewish, him and his family were put into Auschwitz. And being a psychiatrist, he knew how to control his mind. And he decided that right in the middle of Auschwitz, he was going to live in total bliss, total joy. And no matter what they did to him, they could not break his spirit. He decided he was going to come out of that, walk out of their life. 
he told he I believe that both him and his sister both walked out of Auschwitz at the end of the war. Imagine being in a concentration camp, being beaten, being tortured, and you still look at life as a beautiful thing. You still decide that you're going to live your life in a state of joy, even going through all that. Imagine people that are that are in situations worse off than we are, and yet they're in total joy. A friend of mine, his name is Lenny Marriott. He is amazing. In the 70s, he was a professional bodybuilder. He was in the Mr. Canada bodybuilding competition, Mr. North America bodybuilding competition, black belt, secondary black belt in karate. You, you know, so you think, okay, so what? So he was all these things. What's the big deal? I'll tell you what the big deal is. Lenny has polio. Yes, he has polio. And yet he overcame this. He decided he was going to live in total bliss. And I met him in 1972. And it's, it's 2021 now. That's a long time ago. Okay? It's a long time ago. 49 years ago. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, we're, we're friends on, on Facebook. Again, I'm so happy about that. Lenny is the most amazing man. He's an inspiration. Lenny Merritt, Marriott, you talk to him and you get so inspired by what he has to say. Because you see what he went through. You hear what he went through. And you know what? Never once did he feel sorry for himself. Never once did he step back and say, no, this just isn't worth it. I remember, I remember when I first met him in 1972. And he said to me, never allow anyone's opinion of you to change your dreams. Now, remember that. He said, only you can decide what you're going to do. So decide. If you're deciding you have a lousy day, you're going to have a lousy day. If you're deciding you have a, a happy day, a day of joy and bliss, it's the kind of day you're going to have. That's what he said to me. And I've never forgotten that. And I always remind Lenny, whenever I, you know, I get a chance to talk to him on Facebook, that how great he is. He was such a powerful inspiration. He's still that powerful inspiration to me. He really is. An amazing man. So many people. Larry Kilty, friend of mine. He lives in England now. I was always bullied in school. He, he got me. He toughened me up. He toughened me up. He got me to stand my own two feet. And he said to me, Never let anybody push you around. You push back. Don't let anybody control your life. You control your own life. That's what he said when we were in elementary school. And I'm friends with Larry on Facebook as well. Another amazing man. He's, he's overcome so many obstacles. It's amazing. Him and, Len, him and Lenny both overcame obstacles. that Other people would look at and go, Oh my God, how do you do this? Well, they did it. They did it. By inspiring people. So I hope that these podcasts are inspiring you. That's my dream and my goal that you are inspired. And I hope you are. You can uh, email me at thefuturesyours at live.ca and please check out my, uh, my, my blog at 
actionizenow.ca. Send me an email. Got any questions? Send me an email. I will get back to you. But in the meantime, decide. And always, always, always remember, the decisions we make control us much more than the conditions we meet. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm looking forward to making the next one. Take care. Have a great day. Live life with passion. And remember, the future is yours. And most of all, actionize now.